Good afternoon. This is Elizabeth Smith McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, November the 29th. My mission is to serve you, the people of Cumberland North, building on a foundation of truth and justice, determination and dedication, servant leadership, honesty, and empowering all people. I believe we can together build on the pillars of improving health care, reducing poverty, caring for our earth, and building entrepreneurship. This past week was spent in Cumberland North working on many issues, small and large, including but not limited to improving access to health care, housing, pandemic and impacts on local education, and gender-based violence. Two very important meetings that I held last week or participated in uh, was on health care and on housing. I joined Mayor Murray Scott, Mayor Kogan, and other local leaders in another health care stakeholder meeting. One of the biggest challenges that we're facing in our health care system is lack of staffing. We see this with our physicians, nurses, paramedics, and other health care professionals. Recently, Nova Scotia Health moved four nurses from the Spring Hill Hospital to Cumberland Regional Healthcare Center in order to keep the emergency room staffed. This resulted in the Spring Hill Hospital, All Saints Hospital, having a reduction of hours of their emergency room coverage. As a result, several meetings have taken place to discuss solutions together with Nova Scotia Health. And I'm happy to say that some progress has been made. And there is a public meeting in Spring Hill this coming Wednesday. And if you'd like more information about that, please contact my office. What can you do to help us? The fact is we need everyone to help recruit. If you know of any nurses, doctors, paramedics, and other healthcare professionals that live away, let them know that we need them back here in Cumberland County. They can apply to work through Nova Scotia Health website or they can contact myself or Tori Russian in Cumberland South directly, and we will connect them with local managers from Nova Scotia Health. The other significant thing that everyone can do is let our healthcare professionals know how much we appreciate them. Let's face it, we all know that our healthcare professionals can make almost always higher wages in other parts of the country of Canada and in other parts of the world. But there's no place like home. There's no place like being back here in Cumberland County. Please send a card of appreciation and or even a gift to your favorite healthcare professional this Christmas season. Whether it be your favorite pharmacist, paramedic, nurse, physician, lab technician, x-ray technician, VON nurse, CCA, residential care worker, RN, in VON, long-term care, acute care in the hospital, in the penitentiary. Listen, we have healthcare professionals working in our community in so many areas, public health of all places, our, our COVID testing units, for example. Please reach out this Christmas season. Say thank you. Send a card. Send a small token of your appreciation. While it's important that we recruit more healthcare professionals here, we also want the ones that we have to know just how much we really do appreciate them. Last week, 
I had organized a housing meeting called Inspire Housing. The goal of this meeting was to inspire construction and development of more housing supply here in Cumberland County. The presenters at the meeting included funding partners from our provincial government as well as our federal government through CMHC. Our provincial government is very focused right now on the current housing problems throughout all of Nova Scotia and especially in the Halifax Regional Municipality. But we do also have many wonderful people working in the housing department that have made it clear to me as your MLA that they want to work with us here in Cumberland County. They're willing to meet with any developer or landlord to try and work on solutions to increase housing right here in Cumberland. So if you're listening, if you're a developer, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a contractor and you would like to have a private personal meeting with uh, officials from our Department of Housing to make sure that there's a, a really good understanding of funding opportunities that would be available to incent more housing supply, please reach out to me and let me know. We also have an incredible woman named Charity Carr that's working with Efficiency Nova Scotia and she has a significant amount of money right now available to support those that want to increase housing supply. So that for charity, it's uh, completely focused on renovation. So if you have a home that needs renovation and work to increase efficiencies, she has money to help with that. So if you're looking for that information, just reach out to my office. It's 902-661-2288. Also at the meeting, we had developers, entrepreneurs, and landlords in attendance to learn about these funding opportunities and also to closely hear the true needs in our community and how urgent these needs really are. We need to increase this construction and development right now. We really can't wait for two years or even one year. We need, uh, we need to increase it right now. And our community needs uh, were presented by several people to really show the, the diversity of our needs including Don McCormick, who's the principal of NSCC here in Cumberland, and he shared the housing needs of students. Don told those in attendance how NSCC here in Cumberland, both the Amherst and Spring Hill campus, have lost students from around the province because we couldn't find a place for them to live. Also, Allison Lair of the Cumberland YMCA Housing Program, Homelessness Program, did a brilliant presentation revealing the real face of homelessness and poverty in our area. And for anyone that's listening that doesn't think that we have people that are homeless in our area, specifically in the town of, of Amherst, um, please reach out, talk to me, talk to Allison Lair at the Cumberland YMCA, and we will help you to understand we have urgent needs right here in our community. There are people living in our town that do not have shelter, that do not have a place to lay their head at night. It is a real issue. Lisa Lynch from the Nova Scotia Health Authority also shared with everyone that recruitment of healthcare professionals, including doctors and nurses, is currently stifled also due to the lack of available housing. So what can you do? You can help us by talking to others, anyone with money, can invest in an entrepreneur to develop housing, anyone with a home that maybe has extra space, you could possibly provide that space to a renter, to a boarder. 
anyone with a large home that is currently that currently does not have an apartment uh, could consider creating an apartment to create space for another person and or their family. Anyone with a winterized cottage could rent it out to a family or a person in need. And anyone with trades and skills that could assist in renovation and creating more housing supply, we need you. We are going to need every person that has the skills of carpentry, plumbing, electrical, painter, to be all part of our solution in increasing housing supply here in Cumberland County. So please reach out if you have any of these skills or trades, reach out to a contractor, reach out to someone who may be willing to, uh, to create more housing availability in our community. What else was on the agenda last week? Uh, a large topic, uh, something that I received numerous, numerous emails and phone calls about was around the COVID virus and the impact right now on student education here in Cumberland specifically. Parents contacted me in droves, especially last week, uh, from nearly all the schools, including schools outside of Cumberland North, uh, in Oxford, Pugwash, Cumberland North Academy, Amherst Regional High School, and E.B. Chandler, with concerns about the ongoing exposure notices of COVID-19 virus. Some parents have literally received up to eight notices, eight exposure notices, keeping their children home from school and out of team sports since mid-October. I've contacted several ministers, including the health minister and education minister, the premier and Dr. Strang last week, to ensure that they are aware of the concerns of children missing out on getting their education here in Cumberland County. What can you do? You can also contact Public Health if you have any concerns. When I spoke with the Minister of Education in the fall legislative session, she assured me that public health are making all decisions regarding schools during this current state of emergency. So please contact Dr. Strang and his team at public health if you have any concerns. The Minister of Education is also available and she's an intelligent woman and I'm confident that she will do her best to respond to any concerns affecting our children's education. Last week also was the beginning of a 16-day campaign throughout the world and including our Zontic, local Zonta Club of a gender-based violence campaign. Unfortunately, there are many facing gender-based violence in our community. I share this campaign and the importance of it because I have had women from all socioeconomic levels, high and low, visit me in my office and on the campaign trail and shared with me that they have been victims of gender-based violence. Often the victims are women at the hands of men. Often there are addictions involved, whether it's alcohol, drugs, or gambling. The fact is, I believe strongly that no one deserves to be abused and no one deserves to be a victim of any type of violence, including gender-based violence. Women deserve better and women also deserve to be believed when they report violence against them. Many of the women that have spoken to me report huge, a, a huge problem 
with the misogynistic culture, especially in law enforcement and in our courts and through Crown prosecutors and in our entire justice system. There needs to be an overhaul of our justice system to improve the level of professionalism of everyone in our justice system and end the misogyny. What can you do? Believe women when they tell you they've been a victim of abuse. Listen to them and offer help. Sometimes they're a victim of someone you may know and you don't want to believe that could happen. Please help her find a safe place. Stand up for the victim, whether it's a child, a teenager, an adult, a senior. No one deserves to be a victim of someone else's anger. If you're ever wondering what to do, never ignore or turn the other way when you know that someone is being hurt. You literally could save their life. If you're looking for support or services, please contact my office or reach out to Autumn House right here in Cumberland County. Last week, we witnessed storms, uh, very severe storms, throughout Nova Scotia as well as Newfoundland. And although we didn't have a lot of damage right here in Cumberland County, it certainly drew attention for the urgent action that's needed on our Chignecto Isthmus. The small piece of land connecting Nova Scotia and New Brunswick has been under threat for a while now and will continue to be a threat into the future. In fact, it is such a large threat that the United Nations have identified the Chignecto Isthmus as one of the top three threats to climate change in the entire world. One of the top three in the world. That's pretty significant. So last week I went out and brought out local farmer, businessman John Atkinson, and we took a close look at it ourselves. As severe weather has shown its potential for destruction across Nova Scotia, and the tragic reality that we have seen those faced, faced living in British Columbia, the province of Nova Scotia must take a lead on protecting our critical link of the Atlantic Gateway here, right here with the Chignecto Isthmus. So I will continue to urge our provincial government to take a lead on this, to work with our neighboring province of New Brunswick and the federal government and make this an urgent, urgent priority. If anyone is aware of any other damage that's happened to roads or roadways, bridges or culverts between Amherst and Malagash through anywhere throughout Cumberland North, please send me a message at elizabeth.smith-mccrossan at novascotia.ca or call my office to report 902-661-2288. Now on to COVID-19, parents and guardians of children aged 5 to 11 can now book their child's COVID-19 vaccine appointment. There is a link if you go to Nova Scotia Coronavirus Vaccination, you can see right there where to book it. And there's several places available right here in the town of Amherst um, where you can get the vaccine. Children will receive Pfizer's pediatric COVID-19 vaccine, which is currently the only one approved in Canada for this age group and the formulation of this vaccine is very similar to the adolescent adult Pfizer vaccines. 
Children will need two doses of the vaccine at least eight weeks apart and will be considered fully vaccinated 14 days after their second dose. Those of you that were watching the news over the weekend, you may have seen the news that there is a new variant of the COVID-19 virus coming out of Africa, Southern Africa, and many countries throughout the world, including our country of Canada, is limiting travel from international travelers from that those areas. So this is a concern, but we'll all watch it very closely and let's continue to do everything we can to protect ourselves and our family. And of course, the first step in protection is vaccination. We know that vaccines provide protection. They're not perfect. We know that as well, but they definitely do reduce illness and hospitalization and death from the COVID-19 virus. As we finish up today, I wanted to make special mention of a new marketing campaign called Shop Cumberland. All the Chambers of Commerce in Cumberland County have come together in a wonderful marketing campaign reminding us all to shop Cumberland this Christmas season and always. There's certainly lots going on in our community over the next month for Christmas celebrations and activities and on Friday night I'm looking forward to participating and joining in in the fun in Pugwash Christmas by the Sea on Friday evening. On Saturday there's a Christmas market for kids at the Amherst Fire Department. So lots going on. Be sure to watch out for activities in your community. I'd like to extend birthday greetings to anyone celebrating a birthday this week uh, or anniversary, including Alan Linkletter and Ray Bishop, who are celebrating today on Monday the 29th. On Tuesday, Adam Weatherby and Marianne Jackson celebrate birthdays. On Wednesday, Thomas Scabar and Kim Rayworth Terrio. On Thursday, Christy Brander and Jeremy Bacon celebrate. On Friday, Susan Cole, the wife of our newspaper editor, Daryl Cole, is celebrating a birthday, and Heather Peterson. On Saturday, my dear sister, Lauren Smith. I'm so proud of her. She loves farming, and we need, we need more farmers, and certainly it's wonderful to have a female farmer in the family. So happy birthday to my sister, Lauren Smith, on Saturday as well as John Calusa. Anyone else who's celebrating, I send my best wishes to you. I'd also like to send my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one recently, including the family and friends of Joan Louise Estabrooks, and as well, my family and friends of Jimmy Smith. Jimmy passed away suddenly last weekend, and his funeral was on Friday. Anyone else who has lost a loved one, please accept my condolences. As we move into the Christmas season, let us all remember the reason for the season. Christmas is a Christian celebration of the birth of Jesus, the Savior who was born over 2,000 years ago. Christians believe he was the Son of God and believe he died for the sins of the world and rose again after three days, overcoming all of the sins of the earth. Christians believe that all sins are forgiven through the Son of God. Christmas is a time of forgiveness, hope, love, and joy. A time to celebrate light over darkness. It's not a time to be stressed over anything. Decide how you want to spend the month of December. Be led 
by your own convictions, your own beliefs, and your own values. Create your own traditions based on what matters to you, not what matters to others. My family have created our own traditions, and as my children are growing and have now become adults, I know they will eventually branch off and create their own traditions with their family someday. And that's how it should be. I'm just encouraging everyone not to fall into the trap of trying to meet everyone else's expectations of what you think Christmas should be for you. This December holiday, you decide. One of my girlfriends makes a plan every year, including a calendar to keep organized for all the parties, concerts, and events for the month. She also keeps a list every year of who she buys and purchases a gift for and ensures that she bases the gifts on a set budget based on what she can afford that year. She decides that at the beginning and then makes a plan to avoid making purchases that could create unnecessary financial stress during this Christmas season. Several years ago, back in 2004, I experienced a lengthy illness and I wasn't sure what my future would be. But at the time, I made a pact with myself that from here on in, every year, I would enjoy Christmas and never again let it be stressful and take away that joy that the Christmas season truly represents. And I've kept that conviction, and I live it every year. So I encourage everyone listening today to please enjoy the month ahead. Plan for love and joy and to celebrate the meaning, the Christian meaning behind the Christmas season. Whether you believe or not believe, you can embrace the meaning behind the season, which is based on forgiveness and love, peace and joy. Make it a Christmas season filled with what you want. I hope everyone has a great week ahead. Take care of yourselves. Take care of others. And I'd like to end by thanking CFTA 107.9, an incredible group of community-minded volunteers and people helping our community be connected on air. Take care.